Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on social media at GatorDave underscore SEC. And got to just bring you an episode. A lot of coaching news to get into. That happened on Saturday, headlined by tight ends coach Russ Calloway to be named co-offensive coordinator, grad assistant Callie James leaving and a new strength and conditioning hire. All that on Saturday. But also in this episode, some comments made by one of the other previous moves in the offseason. Ron Roberts shares a sense of urgency in fixing the Florida defense. So this is a loaded episode. I was going to bring an episode to you this weekend just based on the Ron Roberts comments from uh, um, a podcast, you know, Gator Tales with Sean Kelly. I just really loved his approach and what he had to say. Uh, but then Saturday was just loaded. So... That makes for a loaded episode of Gators Breakdown. So hit that like button, subscribe, like bringing you right here an episode that we're recording late on Saturday night. Uh, but just like you know the news that we're bringing you here, subscribe to Gators Breakdown either right here on YouTube, your favorite podcast platform, get those notifications when there's a new Gators Breakdown, leave a comment, all your support. Doing those things help Gators Breakdown grow. Of course, GatorsBreakdown.com. There's an article up there about Russ Calloway and his promotion. There'll be another one later, a couple of days, about Ron Roberts and this, uh, all this defensive talk here. And plus, also, check out Gators Breakdown Plus. Link is in the description. Access to that Discord, ad-free episodes, all that good stuff right there at Gators Breakdown Plus. So, all right, let's get into it. Let's get started with Billy Napier shaking things up as he heads into his third year. Up until now, most of the offseason changes were on the defense as far as staff changes go, but it looks like the offense is getting a makeover too. Russ Calloway, who's currently coaching the tight ends, is reportedly getting a promotion to co-offensive coordinator. Jacob Rudner from Swamp 24-7 was the first to break the news. He also mentioned that Calloway would have a significant say in Florida's offensive decisions from his first season in the role and would have more responsibilities in managing Florida's offense. And to give Jacob even more credit for his knowledge of this story, he also said Callaway was being pursued by a handful of college and professional teams in the last week. I'm told by sources familiar with those conversations. So one reason it took me a little while to get going here tonight, I wanted to confirm that part of the story as well. It's a huge part of the story, uh, I think. I was able to confirm that part as well. Uh, so there we go. You know, But here's the million-dollar question. With all that in mind, will Callaway get the call to plays? Of course, Napier has been criticized for his 
situational play calling, game management. Some people, of course, think he should just take a step back from play calling to help out in those areas. Uh, But in a recent podcast interview with Sean Kelly, he made it clear he plans to keep handling those duties. So did something change or is Napier still going to be the play caller? Can the two coexist? I do think we can ask ourselves the question, why didn't this happen sooner? Napier did mention in that National Signing Day press conference that all the details for the offensive staff were still being worked on. And since then, Darnell Stapleton, the offensive line assistant, he's moved on to the NFL. And now this Callaway move. So you know, there was interest from Napier in bringing in an outside offensive coordinator, but he never found one. Not sure the quality of interest given the current situation heading into this you know, critical year three, and also pair that with not wanting to or needing to change the system given a returning quarterback and a very tough schedule. You know, Bringing in a system-changing offensive coordinator wasn't going to happen. So as it stands now, this could be a move to keep Callaway from leaving or a move that would have happened anyway, but needed some time. Hard to believe that with Napier's comments unless he was just being coy. I think we have to ask ourselves the question I posed a couple of weeks ago. Is Billy Napier going to really trust someone, put the play calling in the hands of somebody else in his very critical year three? Can we see that? You know, could he see value also in giving up play calling with this move? Or you know, are all these moves made for him to concentrate on the offense and play calling even more? So certainly interesting uh, I think still a lot of questions for, for, for this, but eager to see what's going to happen. Maybe we'll get some more information um, in, in the coming days or whatever, if there's a, a release or an announcement. I'm sure that's the question Billy Napier is going to be asked. So maybe maybe we'll get some more clarification. But as of now, still unclear if Napier is going to call the plays or Callaway is going to call the plays. Some combination, somehow, of both. We'll see. So Callaway's climb up the ladder, uh, of course, has been pretty fast at Florida. He was hired by Napier as a defensive intern before the March 2022 season. Of course, he has an offensive background, but working the defensive side, you know, you kind of give that opposite side of the ball view. Uh, and, of course, in March 2023, he moved up to that on-field coaching role for tight ends coach for the Gators. But before Florida, he spent five seasons at Sanford as the offensive coordinator and also had stints with LSU in 2020 in the New York Giants in 2021. Oh, sorry. Nose itch, nose itch. But, you know, even though, you know, Florida didn't put up super impressive offensive stats in 2023, this is, you know, we know where the improvement needs to be. This showed some potential. Ranked 46th in total offense, 57th in scoring offense nationally, but did manage to secure 16th in ranking in the red zone offense, and that's where it's rumored Callaway had a significant role last season. But, of course, the rushing game took quite a hit from the year before, 83rd nationally this past year. Uh, the passing offense, although better, you know, still only ranked 62nd against FBS opponents. Did get better as the season went on. Callaway did have more input as the season went on last year, so we'll see what all that means. On the bright side, start looking at that. Why would he be given this role? Has some solid credentials from his time at Sanford. 2018, under his guidance, Sanford's offense was leading the FCS in passing yards per game, was in top 10 in total offense, red zone offense, first downs gained. So has that, has that credential? How will it translate? Of course, he gets the co-OC title. Rob Sale is the current offensive coordinator, but, of course, just kind of mainly coaching the offensive line with Billy Napier calling the plays. 
But with sales assistant Darnell Stapleton leaving for the NFL, there's an open on-field coaching position. So the Gators gear up for spring practice, which starts March 7th. There's definitely some interesting dynamics still at play for this Florida offense. This Callaway move, still an opening. What's going to happen here in the weeks to come before spring practice starts? So there we go. Callaway getting that promotion. I still think a lot of questions, a lot of questions. Hopefully we get answers to coming up. But uh, let's move to the other side of the ball and something uh, very interesting. Uh, this was, like I said, what was what the episode was going to be about this weekend before Will Miles and I get back together later on this week. But of course, you know, Billy Napier, since he got the job at Florida, brought in two young guys on the defensive side of the ball to be defensive coordinator. Patrick Tony, Austin Armstrong. Their main job, well, fix that Florida defense that was having a tough time under previous defensive coordinator Todd Grantham. Hasn't gone as planned. Now Florida has Ron Roberts on board, and he's got quite the title. Executive head coach, co-defensive coordinator, linebackers coach. Billy Napier even called him head coach of the defense. Well, recently, last week, he was on Gator Tales with Sean Kelly, stressing that they really need to get a handle on Florida's defensive issues. going to love what you hear here from Ron Roberts. When you looked back at what Florida put on film from last year, good or bad or indifferent, what were the things that jumped out at you most? Um, one would be, I, th- I think we play, uh, I think we will strike and we will play physical up front. Um, you know, I thought uh, there was some youth. You could see it, the confusion, you know, um, guys not playing with their hair on fire. Uh, I think anytime that happens, you're going to get them to slow down a little bit. Uh, some of us due to youth, um, and I think, and then uh, I think I saw a, a team that I think runs really well. I think we, I think we have a talent. I think uh, we're very talented. I think we have edge rushers. I think we got kids that can run in the back end. I'm really excited about the roster. So does that make it easier in the spring? I mean, I'm, I guess what I'm trying to get at is how much of this is a complete overhaul, and how much of it is building upon upon what was already there. That you inherit. Yeah, I, I, th- I said. Uh, well, I think I said the first the defensive staff coming in. It's okay. We had uh, you had a, a you know year one of, of Napier it was Patrick Tony. Year two is Austin. Uh, we can't come in and this be. Uh, this is not year two, and it's not rebuilding year. This needs to be year three of Florida football in, in Billy Napier's. Uh, tenure and it needs to look like that so what do we got to do to clean things up and make it easier for our players to play fast and put them in great situations to play football all right guys i highly suggest you give that podcast a listen you can find gator tales with sean kelly on youtube or or a podcast platform but man that was a breath of fresh air um and i like the realization there uh and you, a lot of you guys did too i shared that last part of the not a rebuild part of the quote on Twitter, and you guys responded. I know you liked it too. Swamp Gator, he had to say on Twitter, I think that is how all Gator fans feel. I know Billy changed a lot on defense this offseason, but it is year three. It's time to see the results on the field. MD Nichols, a coach on our staff with a sense of urgency to be successful on the field with a praise the Lord gift. Gator Typical says, as I have said elsewhere, I'm willing to see how this season plays out. With a big enough jump on defense, I could see an improvement in wins and trajectory. If the steady improvement leads to seven or eight wins, Napier has all the opportunity to go all in for 2025 playoffs. Night Gator 104 says, we need this mindset across the board. And Tom Sandberg, in this day and age of analyzing people's words, 
Sounds like he's saying, cut the excuses, cut the vanilla answers. Time for coaches to coach. Hashtag love this. I'm glad you guys did because I did as well. That was a breath of fresh air, and I don't think that was that wasn't to make us feel better. You know, we heard great quotes from Austin Armstrong. We got all excited about Austin Armstrong about a year ago, and you know, the basically we played with a hammer quote, and this one does strike a bit a bit different coming from someone like Ron Roberts. Also, it holds a lot of weight because it's true. All the excuses have pretty much run out. Look, honestly, you do get a grace period in transition. Year one was Patrick Tony, and besides creating turnovers, the Gators' defense didn't really improve. Year two, you have the youthful Austin Armstrong leading a defense that was also youthful and beat up towards the end of the season, and while better down-to-down in some scenarios and even in third-down defense, all that was erased by inexplicably giving up all those explosive plays. There are no more excuses. At least there shouldn't be. There really shouldn't. If this thing is headed in the right direction in year three under Billy Napier, and especially on the defense, and you bring in Ron Roberts, then forget the schedule. Forget a young defensive coordinator. Forget youth. All that youth from last season needs to pay off. If this is the roster this staff has been building towards, then all the signs of progress need to show up no matter what. Like Robert says, this needs to look like year three of Billy Napier. Not season one, not season two. Look, this was, for me, just nice to hear the reality of the situation. I don't take it as a quote to make us feel better. This isn't a proclamation. It's a realization. This is not a rebuild. Get it done. And to pair the experience of Roberts and all the experience of youth last year and get this thing turned around. It's there. And talking to the Billy Napier said at National Signing Day, I was in a recent um, hosting with the with, with Florida Victorious and Jacob LaFrance, the general manager for the Gators. And they look, I mean, that's what they said. They they have pointed towards this year through. They've built towards this. There's no more excuses. There's not. You know, so in transitioning this, the spring will be huge. The addition of Roberts to the team creates an intriguing dynamic, especially in terms of how it'll, how his role will mesh with Austin Armstrong's role. And Roberts, he communicated this on the podcast as well, stating, we'll go through it, and it's going to be, like I said to Austin Armstrong, it's going to be a learning process together going through spring. We're going to have to be flexible. We're going to have to be adjustable. We're going to make the best decisions we can for Florida. So look, guys, as spring practice rapidly approaches, Roberts recognizes the significance in these upcoming weeks and practices to get this thing turned around, preparing the defense for the 2024 season. He expresses anticipation by saying for, for spring football, I think, by the time we go through spring, we'll know where we're at, what we've got to throw out, what we've got to put in, what we've got to tweak, and how we can get there. So look, there's a realization there. Spring practice is going to be important, but this isn't a rebuild. This isn't new. This needs to be this needs to look like a year three. We don't need the inexcusable plays, mistakes all that that reared its head last year and year two when there should have been 
some improvement for year one and year two, but we didn't see it. This needs to look like a year three team. This needs to look like a year three staff. It needs to look like a year three players on the field. There's not a lot of newness anymore. You can't rely on that. And I don't care how tough the schedule is. One more time. If this thing is headed in the right direction, no matter the schedule, no matter all the other things, we should see improvement. And it sounds like Ron Roberts isn't going to hide behind those excuses either. Go get it done. One thing that might make it a little harder to get it done, one new wrench that was thrown at the staff. Let's go back to Saturday. Popular Florida Gators defensive line assistant Callie James is expected to leave the program for an on-field job at Jackson State, according to Matt Zenitz of 24-7 Sports. James, a defensive line graduate assistant at Florida since 2022, will assume the role as defensive line coach at Jackson State. Despite not being an on-field assistant for the Gators, his contributions have been really valuable, particularly in recruiting. Multiple prospects over the past few years, guys, if you follow recruiting, you know you've heard his name a lot, especially those defensive line recruits. Callie James has been big, big in helping the staff recruit defensive linemen. James' departure marks the second significant change, of course, on the defensive line since the end of the last season. Sean Spencer, the defensive line coach who served at Florida during Billy Napier's first two seasons, got dismissed at the end of the season, replaced by Gerald Chapman from Tulane. On National Signing Day in December, Napier announced that James was receiving a promotion. We promoted Callie James. He's a graduate assistant. He's kind of an assistant defensive line coach and is going to help us with the hybrid players. Napier told us back then. So it was giving him even more of a role. Every time he got a chance to prove himself, he did, especially in, 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 on the recruiting trail. Getting a larger role, he earned it. And now he earned a promotion, getting a better job, getting an on-field role. This isn't you know, somebody who's just, I've seen it out there, you know, jumping off a sinking ship here. No, he got a promotion. He's doing better for himself. Like most of the moves that have happened, Raymond Spencer fired. But Jay Bateman left for a better job, defensive coordinator at Texas A&M instead of a linebacker coach at Florida. Another elevation here with Kelly James. So remember, you know, after Spencer's dismissal, they Gators chose him to oversee recruiting at defensive line until Chapman got hired. He handled those positions recruiting duties for the 2024 high school cycle and part of the winter transfer portal period. There's a lot of trust here. So, yeah, he will be missed. Replaceable at that you know level of the staff, but certainly you know Florida's got the Florida's got the work cut out for him to find somebody who was as highly regarded as him. And to bring all this back around to Ron Roberts, there's a you know a lot of change on the defensive side of the ball this offseason. And on that same episode of Gator Tales, we got he had to say we've got two new coaches on that side of the ball, talking about Will Harris and Chapman. I'm excited about the coaches, he said. I think we've got a really good coaching staff. I'm excited about the guys we're working with and their level of ability to coach players and their passion to do it. I think it's really inspiring, and I'm excited to be a part of it. So there you go. Ron Roberts, go listen to it. Gator Tales with Sean Kelly. Really, really good interview with him. There's a little preview. They get into a lot more. Well, before we wrap it up right here on Gators Breakdown, there was even even more news on Saturday. The Gators have brought... Jesse Ackerman on board as their new associate director of player performance. Big deal because 
Ackerman, ton of experience from his time in college, the NFL, and even the U.S. Army. He'll be working closely with Tyler Miles, who, of course, was recently bumped up to Director of Strength and Conditioning. Miles just wrapped up his first season with the Gators and has already made quite the impression. The players really pushed for him to take over when Craig Fitzgerald left, and he's definitely earned the respect of the team and the coaching staff. So Ackerman and Miles should make a great duo. Ackerman's experience will be pretty valuable as he'll serve as a mentor and a guide for Miles. They will continue the plan laid out by previous director Craig Fitzgerald, a plan that Miles helped write as well. And look, this isn't Ackerman's first rodeo in Gainesville, guys. If you remember, he was at Florida 2012-2015 working with Will Muschamp and then Jim McElwain. He got to know Dan Quinn back in 2012 when Quinn was a defensive coordinator for Florida. To that connection, Ackerman made the leap to the NFL when Quinn became the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. He started as an uh, an assistant for the Falcons OTAs and climbed the ladder to become the team's head strength and conditioning coach. So a head strength and conditioning coach in the NFL. Yeah, that's a pretty good uh, resume there. And this thought of a great hire is shared by a former Gator linebacker, linebacker uh, Alex Anzalone. He tweeted, not long after this, Coach Jesse going home to right the ship. Smartest I've been around and no effing around. Love him and this move. So there we go. High praise there from a former Gator linebacker, one that's still in the NFL, making a whole lot of plays. But a busy, busy Saturday. Never a dull moment in Gator Nation, huh? They're sure, sure not. Sure not. But I just, you know, really wanted to get those thoughts out there from Ron Roberts and the defense. Maybe giving us some hope there, but the, that wasn't the goal there. But I love his approach. Kind of a no-nonsense, let's-go-get-it-done approach. But also, the big news, and we'll see how big, how much of a change on offense, Russ Calloway, co-offensive coordinator, what does it mean for play calling duties? Maybe we'll get our answer pretty soon. So what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on Robert's statements? The move to Russ Calloway as co-OC. What about Callie James moving on? Share your views in the comment section. If you're watching on YouTube, remember, hit that like button. Subscribe either here on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. And that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on social media at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown. Gators Breakdown.